Hey, everybody, this is Dave Hodges, host of The Common Sense Show. Great to be back with you. Thanks for joining us. We are the show. If you haven't listened to us before, we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. But we're going to need to change that. We're going to need to go one million enslaved minds at a time. Uh, things are getting out of control. Uh, I interviewed earlier today Scott Bennett, worked in the Bush administration. And man, oh man, were we messed with. And that tells you you're over the target. We've got a guest for this segment, Vance Davis, who is going to be no less bombastic in his revelations. So I'm warning you, uh, I can't help it if we hear dishes clanging, people screaming, blowing whistles. Those are things that have happened to us in our interviews. And I hope you don't think that we're so completely stupid that either me or my guests who have experience on radio would ever allow that in our immediate environment. Although some of the comments I got in the past, I got to interview Steve Quayle and people were clanging dishes together for 30 minutes. Uh, you would think that they don't know how radio works. But anyway, we have a um, blockbuster show with volatile content. Before we go there, I need to tell you, there's always a couple of sponsors that make these shows possible, and we pick out advertisers. Uh, well, first, let me say this. We turn down advertising. I do. I, if it doesn't fit the mission of our show, we don't embrace them. So what we are looking at right now, ladies and gentlemen, is we're looking at food, and we're looking at um, health. You need to stockpile your medicines, but see, you can't. So what you have to do is go natural, which I did. And you've heard me talk about Dr. Ted Brewer and Health Masters. Now he's kept me off the operating time, not once, not twice, but three times over the last several years. And I've documented each and every time. My story is up on his website, along with Doug Hagman. And Health Masters is an unbelievable organization. They're good for treating chronic conditions, conditions that flare up, but also health maintenance. I want you to go to healthmasters.com and then use that coupon code, code five, C-O-D-E five, to take 5% off. We're also brought to you by the best durable food company in the world. You need food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, tools for starters. Well, we've talked about the medicine, although it's really not medicine, it's natural where medicine comes from, but we're gonna to talk to you about food. Foods are the cornerstone. DHS and FEMA have come out in the last few months and said everybody needs to have six months of storable food. In fact, DHS went one step further and said, you better be prepared to be off the grid for six months. <laughs> Whoa, they're not holding back. Well, we got a sale, 40% off, restaurant quality, 25 year shelf life. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. Those are our two sponsors for this entire show. We're going to blow through our bottom of the hour ads because we have so much content to get through. Vance Davis, former NSA, been on the show many times. We've talked about everything from Enron and a project we had that went south. We've talked about intelligence, who runs the world, the Council of Nine, uh, the possibility of ETs, what UFOs are, Sergeant Bob Dean. We've gone through so much with Vance, and I've known Vance since 19, I don't know, 93, I think it is, and I heard him. The first coast-to-coast -coast show I ever heard from with Art Bell, loved Art Bell, I heard Vance, and I said, that guy knows pretty much what I know about what my dad told me about the secret space program, and I can't talk about it publicly. So I reached out to him in advance, sent me a guy named Bill Pollock, who had his own interesting clandestine background, one of the brightest men I ever met. The three of us became fast friends. Bill passed eight years ago to cancer. His wife, Annie, his common law wife, Annie, was my uh, news director for six years. And I got to tell you, it's been, uh, it's been a ride. And I have to warn you people that um, this material we're going to hit tonight is not for the faint of heart. 
And if you want to sit back and have cognitive dissonance, put your blinders on and say, everything's going to be okay. Jesus Christ Trump is going to fix everything because that's how some people are treating him. He has the plan. No, Jesus has the plan. Trump is a man. And right now, Trump is not in control. And we're going to be talking about that. He controls some things, but he doesn't control some of the big things. So anyway, without further ado, we have Vance Davis. Vance, again, as always, my friend, it's always great to have you on. I feel so blessed to have you as a source and a friend. And uh, you heard my intro. Trump is not in charge of all the things that he needs to be in charge of. And I'll just kind of toss that to you and let you go with it where you will. Well, I apologize ahead of time for my for my throat everyone while I'm fighting allergies as we everybody is. Yeah, we all are. Yep. Um, we don't have we don't have issues with the weather, so I'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, we had for two weeks we had 15 inches of rain over a period of seven days here in Kansas, three times the normal for a year. Um, anyway, uh, I'm not going to talk about weather manipulation on the show today, but anyway. There's things that are going on. Seeing the show, <clears throat> there used to be a term, if you remember, called the Pony Show. And the public is being fed a Pony Show. And unfortunately, to say that some people believe that Trump is God's gift to man, some people believe he is the devil uh, to uh, Satan's man to the people. Um, I don't think he's either or. I think he's a man that has been put in a position. He has a large ego. He has always had a large ego. He does not think much of people around him. He thinks of himself first and foremost. And he is being utilized and used in the position that he's in. And they keep feeding him that he has the power. And they let him talk. They let him do this because it keeps the people in the public and around the world guessing to what's really going on. And he doesn't have the power. <clears throat> there are people behind him that have more power. There are people that have been in position in Washington, D.C. and around the world that have been in power far longer than we've been alive. They, and they have a plan, and that plan is being worked out. Unfortunately, in our lifetime, we'll probably see that plan come to fruition. You have the border, you have immigration, you have the battle on women and the reproductive rights and health care rights of women and men uh you have the you have a lot of aspects that if you put all the pieces together you start seeing a puzzle being put together of what they're trying to do and that is to create a disruptive world that can down the road probably create several wars in several places like iran uh and just middle east and israel and and saudi arabia and other places to one part to control the population. And I think they're doing a pretty good job. They're getting that worked out because they have people following like lemmings everywhere. And I refuse to be a lemming. I really do. I'll, I try to look at everything. And I know you're not a lemming either. I try and not to be. It doesn't matter whether you're Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Green Party. It doesn't matter what party you belong to, whether you're conservative or liberal. It doesn't matter. We're all going to get caught up in it. it. It doesn't really matter who wins the next election. They're going to play that up. I don't see anybody that stands out as anybody, honestly. I, I'm, I'm very disappointed with who's running because these are people that have been in the business and been around for a long time and there's nobody really that stands out 
I just hate to say that for both sides, but it's true. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I mean, you know, Trump, he, he, my, my message to him would be uh, he's got an impossible job. And everywhere he turns, every which way he turns, his family's probably threatened. He's probably threatened. And I can't even imagine what it would be like to be in his position. But I will say this, Vance, you're the president. You've taken on that responsibility. You need to you need to grow a pair. Yeah, he needs to grow a pair. He does, and he needs to own it, and and he needs to, honestly, between you and me, he needs to quit lying and just tell it how it is. He knows things, he tries to cover it, and if he doesn't know it, say he don't know it. He just, you know, and down the road it may happen, I don't know. So, you know, it's just a matter of we'll see where this blows up at. Um, I'm looking at several things right now, um, looking at the camps that they built that they aren't using. Let's go there. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking at the old barracks that are being repurposed in in Maryland, Oklahoma, South Dakota, uh, at these military bases that they're reactivating and rebuilding for some purpose. Uh, They all claim it's immigration. Um, I think there's one thing to worry about is that is a whole flood of over five million people from South America that's going to blow up in a civil war. And we're going to have to put people like that somewhere. Uh, we are building camps in Mexico now, and we have been for the past five years with an agreement. If anybody believes that we actually entered into an agreement with Mexico, they're fooling themselves. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that was already pre-worked out. That was, that was already pre- This is all part of the show, part of the game. We have been building camps down in Mexico, down in southern Mexico, for the past five, six years. Well, let me ask you I this: what, what, what are the camps? What are the camps being purposed for? Who's building them? And I know we're probably paying for it as taxpayers, but who's building them, and what are they for? Well, we have people that have gone down there to work for periods of six months, and then they come back up here and work. We have tunneling machines there in South America that's making tunnels. Um, what are they for? Well, okay, two things can happen. Either we have, and I'm going to put this out, and uh, nobody should yell at me. Oh, they can yell at me. That's okay. Let them yell at me. Either we have something that's going to happen north of us that's going to create such a flash and problem that we're going to have millions of Americans heading south. And I'm talking about a certain park Yellowstone. in the north. The Yellowstone yep. volcanic eruption. Am I correct? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, possibly earthquakes in California having problems there. You're talking millions of people being displaced there. Or we're going to have South America blow up so bad that people are going to be coming north. And in most cases, if I think that way, that means both things could happen. You know me. When I, when I hit certain points like that, possibly there's a truth to both of them. And you have to find a place to put this. We did a, and I remember talking to you about, we did a study while the NSA working for the Army. I wasn't in the Army, working for NSA, basically. That we did a study. What would the federal government do if they knew an earthquake was coming or Yellowstone was coming? I remember this. Would they be able to move people in a timely fashion to get them out of the way? Would the government even do that? No. They cannot do it. We don't have the ability. We don't have the vehicles. We don't have the transportation. We don't have any way. It's called acceptable losses. People are going to die. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Let me let and me stop, to... stop stop you right there. This is so critical right. to what we've done on this show, Vance. You've got the situation involving the Oroville Dam. They're less than five feet from overtopping. The spillway is broken, despite the fact California says it's just fine. But they got repair equipment back up on the spillway as of two days ago. And if that dam goes. It's going to take, depending whose estimates you want to believe, 75 mile an hour coming out of the dam, 30 foot high wall of water, hit Sacramento within 45 minutes to three hours. I had a FEMA guy say, Dave, we couldn't evacuate Sacramento in 72 hours if we tried and used everything we had. What do you think about that? Do you think this is another case of possible accepted losses? And was the FEMA person who told me this correct? You can either you you have three choices in a sense of a situation like that, Dave. And I think you and I and Bill talked about this one time. Why we wanted to create a panel of people. If you remember, yes. That's not the only dam that's having a problem. A lot of our infrastructure is old. It was not built the best because we did it quickly. Um, when you have a thousand year flood every year, or you have a thousand year fire every year things are going to break down things are going to have a problem you cannot move that many people and if you did state something one of the big problems is let's say we warn people you're going to have panic you're going to have rushes on storage you're going to have rushes on water right now people don't realize we're within a week of having a water shortage in this country i'm talking drinkable water Okay, people don't realize that Nestle and Coca-Cola own 90% of the water rights in this country. And what brings us to the point of having a huge water shortage? There's not enough water. There's not enough, there's less than 3% drinking water in the world. Out of all the water, only 3% of it's drinkable. Okay, We we have put chemicals in the water, we have done other things, that has caused problems. And if you get water now and you really test it, there's things in there, we just deal with it. We're not healthy, let's put it that way. Second thing is, if it does crash, what else does that affect? It affects other things, other dams may go, other rainstorms, other fires, because we've weakened the, when you want to say the structure, the tree roots, everything else is functioned. Then on top of that, what is FEMA gonna do? FEMA has no more money. The powers that be have cut the money from federal programs, including Congress has cut this, for emergency funds. They're down to, well, it was 20 years ago, they're down to maybe a quarter of what it should be, if not more. You know that, right? I didn't know it was that low. Can, can, you, yeah, get that, can you get low. that to us again? I'm trying to conceptualize the numbers here. Can you give those numbers to us again, please? So the money in the federal government for FEMA and for emergency purposes to take care of a disaster. We've had how many disasters in the past 10 years? Well, we've had enough. Hurricane, wow. We've had a lot. We've had a lot. Mm-hmm. Hurricane, flooding, tornadoes, earthquakes. Yeah, we've had them all. Right, we've had them all. And the Congress keeps fighting about our budget. Agreed? Mm-hmm. And funds keep getting cut. And funds that keep getting cut are things that infrastructure, uh, emergency funds, uh, things that should be there in place when things do happen and hit hard. And those have been cut down to a quarter of what they could have been. Now, that you have to actually track the paper because they're going to say, oh, yeah, all the money's there. No, it's not. 
It's just like all the Native American money that's been saved over the years is supposed to be there. Guess what? It's not. It's gone. It's been used somewhere else. Where has it been used? Gee, I wonder if black projects have something to do with it. Money's moved around a lot. Kansas realized that when we, that's why we got rid of a certain governor because he was moving money around and stealing it from Paul to pay Peter. And billions of dollars now missing. What's the money going for? Nobody knows. Nobody knows where it went. Does that include the $21 trillion that went missing from the Pentagon? Yes. And where did it really go? Through? Where did it really go? And an associate of Clinton was the comptroller at the Pentagon at the time. I, the name escapes me. I've got well, to go look it up. But, um, oh, I think I have it in my notes here. But too long add, to get into. Yeah. Add Bush into there. And now you add, does the wall really cost that many billions of dollars? Why are we fighting about a wall? Money's already being suckered out of it. Where's it actually going? What are we building? Where are we moving it to? So it's questions you have to ask to where these point. And then you have to look at it too, Dave, the show that's being played on TV on both sides, Trump followers and non-Trump followers, the show that's being played by CNN, Fox, MSNBC, all of them, the show that's being played. Does that mean somebody high up knows what's going on? Of course they do. Does that mean the news people know what's going on? No, they're reporting what they're told to report. They don't have time to determine what's really going on because they're so focused on the changes that are happening every day or a statement that Trump's makes or someone else makes or Pompeo makes or the Iran issue going on. It keeps us busy and not focusing over to our behind us on the left-hand side or on the right-hand side. That's the game that's being played. So we don't see what's going on so that we don't have a panic. Their goal is not for people to figure out what's going on because then those in control would lose control. You and I have talked about that before as well because there's a lot more people than us. The public is much stronger and if they were truly educated, which we're not as much anymore, this would not be allowed to happen. But we are a social media nightmare right now. People oh. drop, jump at the drop of a hat for something that's on Facebook when it's not even true. Well, I can tell you something that is true. In Portland, which is the bastion of Antifa activity, according to my DHS contacts, they are having a church camp. It's on my website, thecommonsenseshow.com. You want to look it up. And they're having a I hate to say church camp. They're having a camp at a church is a better way to put it. And they advertise for social justice warriors between uh, fourth and eighth grade. And get this, Vance, Antifa is underwriting it. Oh, yeah. And think about what the other side's underwriting at the same time for the, the, for the, uh, for the white nation or for the black nation or for whatever you want to do. They're, the whole goal, and this is where I bring Rush in, because Russia and China is taking advantage of that because in Washington's vision it's talk about the nations will be against the United States. Well, now for that to work, then the United States has to be splintered so bad, so bad that we ignore the attacks that are coming from outside our borders. That's another issue that you and I have talked about before, and that's getting ready to happen. 
I think it's already underway. I really, I mean, it is. Let me well, give example, the Jesse be... Smollett fake case and the Kim Davis cover-up of it as the assistant district assistant attorney general of Illinois, and she dismisses those charges. Smollett's case was designed to be, to turn into race riots, and we all know now it was a, fa- a fraud. And that's an example of what you're talking about. I'm saying it's already underway. It is, and there's different things that they're going to do. I'm waiting for in the next from information I have in the next three weeks, an event's going to occur that's going to stir everybody up again. And it's going to affect the election process. Because then again, the Democrats aren't going to say anything, or the leadership, I should say, not the Democrats. Most Democrats and most Republicans are not in the same boat that the Republicans and Democrats of Washington are. We're not the same. Would you agree? Of course. Okay. So those in Washington know the power. Do you really think there's a difference between McConnell and Pelosi? I think they're different brands of the same poison, but one yeah. has a higher toxicity level than other, and I would favor Pelosi and the toxicity uh, max. Well, well, McConnell's just as bad. He's bad, but he has some. He has some things in his closet that would shock you like you wouldn't believe. And he's not the only one. Same on the Democrat side. They cannot lose power because if things really came out, all hell would break loose in Washington, okay? They've been there, they've been in power for a long time. Anyway, they're, don't think that they're playing, they're playing a game too because their whole goal on both sides is to keep power. That's all they're there for. They could care less about us, Dave. They're there to keep power, and we're letting them keep the power. A few upshoots on the Republican side and on the Democrat side that runs in the House or runs in the House because we had some on both sides at one. They're not going to be able to change anything, not really. And that's part of the game. They they kind of know that, but they want to pick their fights and they want to keep they want to keep the status quo. Do you think Biden is really there to change things? Um, <laughs> no. Uh, no. In a word, no. He's Biden off more no. than he can chew. The the man the no. man is not electable. I'm Vance. I, I remember when he ran for vice president in 2012, and they in, and mistakenly involved him in some of the debates. He was terrible, uninformed, I, stuttering, terrible. And, and they all are. They all are. I Harris. I don't. I don't like her. Um. I. If there's some Republicans that I wouldn't like to run, you know, there's some Republicans talking about running against Trump. I don't like them either. It's just their 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 whole goal to me is to keep the status quo, to keep us fodder, stupid, to get us in a war, to to get us in another war, to change things, to alter things, to play this this game, this social media game, and this news game to keep us unfocused and going left, right, left, right, forward, backwards, back, never looking to what is really going on. Um, you have to dig deep to find what's really going on. On both sides, you can't just go, it's all Democrats. You can't just go, it's all Republicans, which is part of the fight, which is part of the fight, excuse me. You have to look at both sides and see what they're doing because you'll find when you dig into it, which I've been doing, they're going for the same program, Okay. They're coming to the same point, doing the same thing, because their directors, and I'll call them that, 
that's where they wanted to go, whether they're Democrat, Republican, or independent. They are still being directed in what to do. Trump is a puppet. He has some power because he's the president. That's all he has. But they let him talk. They let him get away with it because it helps draw the attention away from what's really going on behind the scenes. Do you think that the Democrats and the Republicans and the Washington and the White House and the DOGA are not talking to each other and the powers that be? We see clear evidence of that. We see evidence of that in the DOJ. I agree with you on that point. It doesn't matter whether it was Sessions or Loretta Lynch mob. I do agree with you. But I do think this. I'm thinking there are some sincere Republicans. There are. There are not many. There There are. There are a few. There are. I want to say this, though. I think that... We're seeing a game of good cop and bad cop. The Democrats have been given the agenda from the deep state that you're going to repulse America so much that they're going to try to run to Republicans with loving arms, and you're going to run right into the arms of Mike Pence. You're going to run into the arms of Lindsey Graham and all these people, McConnell, and we're going to end up in the same place. I tend to agree with what you're saying here. A good cop, bad cop. Yeah. And they're going to do that. And and the other thing that really bothers me, and not just who's there, but who's behind them directing these marionettes, okay, this little dance, is that the Republicans have gotten their hands caught in a jar on certain things because of certain emails. And they've, in other words, there are practices on both that are being caught out. So it, again, moves to the division because there was a move to create a one-party system, a certain group of Republicans, I'm not gonna, I can name names, but I'm not going to today, that wanted to create a one-party system in this country that we talked about before, that wanted to create a Christian white nation. They had some Democrats on their side that was helping push certain bills wow. through as well in Congress, okay? How disgusting. Uh, that's what they wanted to do, and they've been working on it for 25 years. They still there. Okay, they're still there. They still have power. They have some young people that are bought it. In other words, I always call it the Fourth Reich or the Fifth Reich never went away. And I'm talking Germany. Okay, everybody thinks IBM was innocent in Germany. You know, IBM was not innocent. You know, well, no, they made the punch cards for the concentration camps. They also made the tattoos. Yes, I know that. Okay, some of these companies and corporations are not innocent on this. and some of the people that have power are still in there. Do you think Trump's father was not involved in some of this? He was. Trump grew around, grew up around this stuff. I'm just saying that, so they know how to use him because they know what makes him work. Just like they know what certain, I guarantee you the people in power know how to make Pelosi work. They know how to make McConnell work. They know how to make these people work. They know how to own them, let's put it that way. Let's be, let's be, let's be a brunt. They know how to own them. Are you talking about uh, techniques from the Tavistock Institute? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. And for those that aren't familiar with that term, uh, Vance, go ahead and talk about that just for a second. It's, 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 it's psychology, it's physical, it's monetary. It, it, Tavistock used the, they used the power of the thinking and the power of people and how to utilize, how to manipulate, how to put people in positions to get what they want. I mean, I'm, I'm putting it I'm putting it in a simple way without getting into a lot of psycho babble. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I mean, I, that's a very simple explanation, but they understand behavior modification techniques, brainwashing right. techniques, and so forth. And so, yeah, I, exactly. 
And I'll tell you one thing that the Institute was behind in the early 50s and has brought up to the modern day, and, and I may, may get your, some of your audience mad because they're still doing it in Europe. They're starting to do it here. They tested it in the United States. They don't do it as much here, but they're doing it over the rest of the world. And that's called the, uh, you know, how do you want to put it? People call it different things. Uh, chemtrails. That's part of the mental manipulation. That's certain chemicals that can make dull the mind. It can cause certain people have cancer. It can do uh, manipulation of the genetic code uh, to basically make a person docile and do what they want. Uh, that includes mental manipulation to create someone to get so mad and upset that they decide to shoot something up in Dallas today. Like a soldier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you just have to push that right trigger and they are out of their mind and focused somewhere else and they are doing, they're going to do whatever they can do. How easy would that be to manipulate some people that you know, some people would be very easily manipulated that way to create enough anger in this country and split anger. The push in the media, which upsets me, is they want to create this war between the Republican and Democrat. Just like the Civil War, they want to create this. And how do you do that? Well, they're the enemy. I've never heard so much rhetoric, and I mean rhetoric, since I've been born, of how to create this fake enemy. And I call it a fake enemy because if you really look at it, they're really not the enemy. If the United States was attacked outside, let's say China did, or North Korea attacked our soldiers in South Korea, I guarantee you would forgive about each side and we'd go take care of it. But they wanna make sure they keep it split. And rhetoric on the TV, on both sides, on all the sides, is doing that very, very well. I have an aunt that believes that Trump is God's gift to us and he can do no wrong at all, ever. And that she she would vote for him to hold office for five times if he could, 15 years. Okay? Uh, we stopped that because we had a problem after during World War II with people holding office too long. Um, and the reason why we don't do that anymore. But there's things that go on that way and that, that bothers me because there's people that believe the same way about Pelosi and the Democrat side. They are hard-lined, in-line, in sync with everything that they're wanting to do. Again, like I said, lemmings. We're going to go jump off the cliff now, Dave. Let's go. Yeah, we'll hold hands as we do it. When when we yeah, look at, at Pelosi, yeah. when Pelosi is saying we need to back off the impeachment talk and the radical left and her party's not listening, what do you make of all that? They don't want it. The powers that be do not want to impeach Trump. That is not part of their plan. It's a distraction. It's a distraction. Mm -hmm. That's exactly. all it is. They have a goal that they they have set. They have talked about their goal over the next ten years, and I, I don't think I don't say that Russia is not involved with it because I think it does. Uh, I think it is, and I think we work hand in hand with parts of Russia as well. Uh, that group does because one of their goals, Dave, is to create uh, a world government. If the United States starts having a civil war 
and this is you have to look at it economically you have to look at it scientifically you have to look at it at people if the united states gets into a civil war or major destruction like uh yellowstone or flooding or dams going down who gets affected so now all of a sudden you have a reason for china russia South America say, hey, we got to go save America. We're sending our troops to America to help save it. Under the UN, correct? Under the UN. Yes. Now, all of a sudden, we have foreign troops from 15 different countries, including England, coming over here and setting foot on our soil. Now, we send Turkey over here. We bring people here to train. But you're talking possibly one to three million troops coming within the border of the United States on the east and west coast where the major populations are to control what's happened. Will they be opposed? Yes. Uh, the Midwest will obey. Look, Kansas, Kansans, and I'll, I'll give you this, because I know you know some Kansans like me. We're very opinionated, would you agree? Oh, yes, very, very right. uh, conservative uh, Bible Belt, yes. But we can also be the other way, Democratic, liberal-wise. We can, I mean, we've done some things. Kansas passes some liberal things that you think Kansas did that, but you look at it as kind of not a liberal thing. It's kind of, kind of balancing out. But one thing you don't do in Kansas, you don't go to a farmer and tell a farmer how he's going to raise his crops. You don't go to a teacher and tell them, or a parent and tell them how you're going to teach their kids or raise their kids. Kansans and, and certain other people in the country are that way. The majority of the people, like you and me, are that way. As push comes, we let things go by the way because it doesn't really affect us. Somewhere it's going to affect us. And when foreign troops set in hand and start going and collecting the guns that are registered, they start collecting ammo from the factories that make them and start shutting those factories down. They control the, elect, the uh, electricity plants on the east and west coast, which does help on the Midwest on electricity. And they start controlling that. They start controlling manufacturing of foodstuffs and start shipping over most of our food overseas to help their bur burgeoning problems and starving us. What do you think is going to happen, Dave? Well, I can tell you, they're they're not going to be opposed by at the manufacturing level, in my humble opinion, but at the no. doorstep level in the driveway, they're going to very much be opposed. Yes, and some people will keep their mouth cut and go with it for a little while, for a little while, and then pretty soon it's going to start snapping back. And if you if anybody ever gets a copy of Washington's Vision, read it. Um, it will tell you what how the third the third war Washington saw uh, went and that's when Michael comes down with his warriors and kicks all those off the land off the as long as dew falls on the United States it will stay the United States how, how does um, Washington just for the listening audience's sake Washington's vision a vision he had for America how does it end in his vision it ends in his vision that the United States has the flag of Michael, the, the, the warrior angel, planting the flag in the United States, said it will never fall away ever, ever again in the return of Christ. So the United States has been blessed nation since its founding, actually before its founding. There are things hidden here in the United States that is, will protect us. There are cities here that people 
archaeology hides the cities here, Dave. Okay, you're not allowed. You're not allowed archaeological to dig certain areas, like in Cochia or other areas. You're not allowed to dig because there are ancient findings, maybe from the city of Atlantis. There, there used to be technology here to be able to move 50-ton boulders without any type of mechanical device. Those things exist, and the United States hides those and have laws to protect them so that you can't just go dig them up. There have been mountains that have been destroyed in Arizona that held cities. They were purposely destroyed in mine, okay, so that people could not dig archaeologically wise there in Arizona. And you and I have talked about Phoenix being a more ancient city than that found in South America. Well, yeah, I mean, we've, we've got the, uh, you remember the, um, the grandson of the Hopi elder, um, yeah, we used to yeah, talk David. about 20 years, 20 years ago now, but maybe more than 20 years and, uh, talking about the searcherin as he called them and ancient, uh, advanced technology under Phoenix. See, this is not the first civilization folks. We did not build the pyramids in this container. It's laughable that the Egyptians of that primitive technology are given credit for building the pyramids. I mean, it's laughable. And so we walked down that path. I remember you and I walked the streets of downtown Phoenix and you said, this is here, this is there, and it matched perfectly what uh, that young man was telling us. Yeah, and I, and I never met him until later, if you remember right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But he uh, he was very accurate in what he said about history, and he knew about the underground tunnels that we've reopened, and now we have modern transportation systems a mile deep under our planet, you know, because of this. And it wasn't the stuff we originally built. Well, just like what they found, and they don't know what it is in New York, they're building a new, or is it L.A.? L.A., a new subway. Um, I think it's subway, yeah, L.A., and they found the new wall that they don't know what it is. They they can't dig anymore. They can't tunnel anymore. I believe it was L.A. And it's just stopping cold. They can't even blast it. They don't know how to do it. It's so solid. It's a different material that they've never seen before. And that's in the news. So, Do you think that, and I know you know what Project Blue Beam is, which is a fake alien invasion designed to consolidate yeah. political power on this planet. Do you think we're headed towards a Project Blue Beam? And let me preface my, my the answer to my question by saying this. This guy named Elizondo appeared on Tucker Carlson, and he's kind of made the rounds, and I don't believe him. But oh, yeah. yeah, he said okay. he was in the Pentagon for this extraterrestrial threat initiative program, and he yeah, said the yeah. stuff we're seeing is not of this world. Why don't you run with that for a minute? Well, when I was in the NSA, we had, we had signals analysis. I was a signals analyst. And we have signals that we get. We, the moon, when we went to the moon, yeah, we went to the moon, but we went to the moon for a purpose. We dropped an ETA up there. It's called an Earth Transmission Array. But it's not faced at the Earth. One was faced at the Earth, one was faced at the Earth to pick up signals because there's no interference outside the Earth. We get signals from that. We also pick up communications not of Earth origin. Um, we don't know exactly how to break it all down, but we do pick it up. Mm -hmm. um, mechanical, mechanical noises that I actually can recognize if we see it. Um, there's other things that go on. There is a threat out there. Now you have to ask yourself on this, why we bring this big issue. Um, and I'll bring this, we talked about this before. We were told since the nuclear age, we have messed with their 
Vermana or their ships. The radiation in the air kind of messes with their systems. And so some of them crashed. And we got them, and they told us that they were here watching us, and they've been watching us, and some of them are from here. Every the three two stories out of everything they told us, I think is true. One of them is the human race is not from this planet as we know it. Yes, you're, 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 you're going to get some. You're going to get some pushback that's on that fine. comment. That's fine. That's okay. I there's there's evidence to show that you have to dig deep, but there's evidence to show that DNA wise and stuff. We are a mix of what was here, because and I'll put it this way. Cain was kicked out of the Garden of Eden, correct? That's right. Okay. And he married in the land of Gog and had children. The land of Gog is those races that lived on the earth. Okay. Cro-Magnum man, different type of man. And they mixed. And we mixed because we were created, the human race was. And all intents purposes, we were a DNA connection, DNA creation. I don't care who, God did it, whoever, it, we were created to do a certain role. We have DNA memory in us that we shouldn't have, that we re, reinvent knowledge and technology so easy, David. They, they don't want us to grow up because we cause problems when we do that in the, in the universe. And that's seen in the war in heaven in the Bible. It talks about the war in heaven. That is us fighting that, Okay. Yes, we're God's chosen, and we create problems. I'm so glad you brought that up, because a lot of people say, oh, this talk about aliens, and maybe they are fallen angels. Okay, I'll, I'll grant you that. I'll go, that's a possibility, people who say this in the audience, but, oh, there can't be any of these people. That's non-biblical, blah, blah, blah. And you're wrong. It's in Genesis. They're wrong. They're wrong. Yep, yep they're wrong. Um, if you treat the Bible as a historical record, you're wrong. Um, we don't know the whole story because a lot of it's been lost, but there are those groups and organizations that do know the truth because they keep that secret, they keep that hidden. Some of it leaks out. On top of that, in the way of the initiative, they told us that they could wipe us out at any time. Now, when I was in the military, we learned over the period of 30, 40 years before I got out that they will not do that. Dave, you and I talked about that because they want something from us something they can't get from anywhere else. Is that is that, are you talking about resources or the soul? I'm talking about the soul or the information and knowledge written into our DNA. Mm -hmm. And which we would call the soul. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the soul puts it into the physical body. The soul is something that lives outside the body. The body is just a machine for the soul to inhabit. But it writes the code in that so that we can man manufacture in the, within this body. Okay, and for us to pass that on, we have to have children. We pass that DNA on. Okay, somewhere it's going to meet again. But to create a fake invasion, and you have to look back at Reagan. He kind of let the cat out of the bag, but with the Star Wars Initiative. Do you remember that SDI? Yeah, SDI exactly. Yep. What did he say? Do you remember? I can almost word for word tell you what he said. Well, if you're there talking about the UN speech, speech he said, uh, I'll paraphrase. He basically said, uh, wouldn't we want to unite if there was a threat from out there? And that's effectively what he said. And he, he, this is what he said. Everybody was talking about Russia protecting. He says, the SDI is not just for the Russians. Yeah, we're going to show the Russians we can do this. Oh, yes. But there are far worse enemies than any Russian could ever be to us outside the realm of the earth than we can even imagine. 
Why would he say that publicly? He let someone know that we know who they were. That was a message to somebody. And think about this. The stealth aircraft was started in 1957, Dave. We've had it that long and working on it, technology-wise. Where do you think we are today on our aircraft that we don't see? Um, you think we're ability, exploring space uh, uh, well, Yeah, let me answer that question. I'm going to make a wild guess here and basically escape velocity into orbit. Yeah, we're out in space. Yes, I know that. Well, we, we saw it. When you and I were at that conference at uh, Bill Pollock's, uh, that closed-door, non-disclosure conference, 1997, uh, in, in La Placitas, New Mexico, we watched SDS-48 and SDS-72, which were basically yeah. war games in space. Correct. And we saw missiles shot from the planet, planet surface up there and missing. Yes, we have we have things. So to create that fake, there has been a move to basically to make that. We have to have a war to cut down and that, that you're being directed to cut down the population. They're also, they want to create a one world government or one government with all the world connected to it. They could care less about the poor people, honestly. What's the purpose for cutting down the population by 90%? And we know it's true because all the globalists are on record saying it, but what's the reason? Okay, let's, let's go into what is for your audience. Uh, let's say 20% of the volcanoes go off at once around the world. Let's say that uh, Yellowstone goes off, the big caldera. Let's say the big caldera down there at the foot of South America goes off at the same time. Um, you have uh, many ice age or the flooding of the oceans that raises the oceans up three feet around the world. Where are you going to grow all the food? What's going to happen to the food growth? The, the fate of the dinosaurs after the Yucatan asteroid strike. Yeah, you, you, your growing period is, I mean, why do you think we have over in Europe the seed bank? And most of your audience should know what the seed bank is. You're right? going to cause a lot of people to lose sleep tonight, Vance. I'm sorry. It's, it's getting serious. I'm sorry. It is. I, I'm working in a regular job, Dave, but I worry about this because I have been fighting for the past four months and you and I talked about it whether I should come out public again or not in the oh, way of actually doing talks and and it, it worries me because I know what they'll do now most likely I'm protected I'm told I'm protected I don't know I am I willing to push that that's the question true because some yeah. sensibility has to be, some sensibility, Dave, and you do your best on your show, has to be made. Not for everybody. We can't save everybody. We can't, but the few people that will make a difference in their communities. That's what we have to do. That's what me and Bill and you and that meeting we talked about, creating a force or creating them to educate people that can make a difference in a small sense in their community. Because overall, we're not going to change anything. True. I don't believe it's going to take a lot to change it. More than what one person or a few hundred people can do. Resistance. I, I I've I've written uh, an article and I've also done a podcast on this. 
the adaptation window is opening while the activist window is closing. And so, yes, I do agree with you. Uh, there's not going to be a formal governmental resistance to what's happening. I, I'm hoping Trump can do some things to put on the brakes. And to some degree, he has. He has slowed down the New World Order agenda. I want to give him credit for that. And I hope yes. he can continue to do it. I'll vote for him in 2020 for that reason. But to think that one man can take on this entire apparatus and win, uh, those people are silly. And I have yeah. to admit, I was silly when I voted for Trump because I thought he could make that difference that the people got behind him. But Vance, the patient has stage five cancer and there is no coming back from it. We're going to have to adapt and fight from within. We're going to have to adapt and survive until things go into our favor again. Because I was told by certain individuals within the government uh, and the military to say that they, at least on all parties, because remember I told you I met the Joint Chiefs at one point, a couple of them, um, and I actually did talks in front of them for the job I did. I won't go into that detail, but um, they're being allowed their power, Dave, and nothing's going to stop them because they have to be allowed their power for what needs to happen in the future. Well, you're to, right. To occur. Six, six, six must be fulfilled. Yes. Sorry to say it, folks, but it's true. I, I don't want to live it in my time, and I'm being a selfish, greedy so-and-so because I'd like to put it off a few generations, people I'll never meet. But we may not have that opportunity because I think we're moving very quickly in that direction. I mean, what, what do you think? you think we're living out end times prophecies? I don't call it end times. I call it the the change because how about revelation we'll just say revelations okay are we living out the the four horsemen the antichrist are we living that out we are we we the four horsemen are already here (laughs) yeah that's true Um, yeah um i think what we're seeing is the end of one age and the start of another but the start cannot begin until we actually flip our thinking i mean drastically flip our thinking can you give you an example which i think i did at that meeting in 97. i think i made when i talked there i made everybody think think about this we have cell phones and you remember 97 the cell phones were not like today okay we have cell phones we have this we have this technology right you remember me talking about the technology i sure do and And you remember uh, i made a statement that says what if in the new age we don't need the technology So we can do the same thing. Remember that thought? I do. And you know what? This is going to be, I'm writing myself a note right now. Okay, new tech and blue beam. I've written myself a note because my friend, we're just about out of time. And you're opening, you're opening up a whole new show, Vance. You know better than that here in the last minute. Um, <laughs> it's like, you, <laughs> you know, people can tell Vance and I know each other well. We've been friends forever. Vance, you got to get out to the Phoenix area here soon. we got to spend some time together. Um, I may even pop into Wichita sometime and we'll do a basketball game. Uh, but anyway, Vance, I, I, I so appreciate the fact that you're public again. I, I mean, even though we stayed in contact, I really, really missed getting this information out. It's so important. Advance, we're up against it, my friend. I got to run, but thank you so much for being with us on the Common Sense Show. And when I get back in town, I'll give you a call. I do that. And people can find me if they want to find me. I'm not hidden anywhere. No, not anymore. They can look me up. Thanks to I'll me. I'll talk with you. All right, Vance. We'll talk to All you right, later. Stay care. tuned, everybody.